not a romantic song. Fair enough. But it was a great R&B song to play at a wedding. It's still a great R&B song to play at a wedding. <laughs> People get down. People love that song. Yeah. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 23 of the Black Multiverse Theory Podcast. Podcast. We are a podcast challenging anti... <laughs> Yo. We are a podcast challenging anti-blackness through discussions of global, local, and popular culture from the perspective of Afro-Canadians who live different versions of ourselves to navigate everyday life. And this is a podcast available on all podcasting stations, including Apple, Google, Spotify, Breaker, Podbean, Overcast, Pocketcast, Radio Public, and of course, my very favorite, Stitcher. Do you need me to make noise so that the people don't hear you? Be greedy. <laughs> Listen, there is a problem with itching in my mouth. Mm. Oh, peanut butter. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get over it. Okay, fine. All right. So, what have you done? <coughs> All right, bless you. Bless you. All right. All right. I'm here. All the things is the answer. So start again, ask me again. So this week, a lot of things happened Catch this up. week. We did it all. In your life. Bum, 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 bum. I've been out here doing it for everybody. I did nothing. Well, <laughs> you did, did something. Everything. Nigel works day and night, quite literally. He's, I, I he works work. all night and, the, and then somehow wakes up in the morning. I don't know when he sleeps and works a little bit more. So it's been up to me to be the social butterfly of Black Multiverse and go to all of the things. The, my first missed thing that I have to say is that I missed DJ Iceman's party. So oh. I'm sorry for you guys um, who either were expecting me to be out to that. Um, I was definitely planning on going. What but kind of party was it? It was a pajama party. A what? A pajama party. Ooh, mm-hmm. pajamas. Don't think it was sexy, though. I'm pretty sure it was freezing last night, and everybody was there. There was There was. <laughs> turned into a onesie party. Onesie party. Yeah, so unfortunately, I did miss the pajama party. So that that's the one event that it didn't fall off the list. I just didn't make it. So um, Noel had a hurting back. That's what kept us grounded. So, I did, however, number one, on Thursday, I went to go see The Color Purple at the Citadel Theater. It's playing currently at the Shakhtar Theater, which I think, um, as per the booklet, it's a main... Wait a second. I gotta ask a question about The Color Purple. Okay. Did she say every day I get to fight? No, all my life I had to fight. Did she say that? She says it, it's a, it's a song. What? Yeah. It's a musical. I don't know if I like it. The whole <laughs> thing is a musical. I get it, but there has to be some talking parts. Sure. And then one of those talking parts passionately saying that, I believe, is part It's like, oh, boom, my, boom, life. Boom, boom, boom. I had to fight. And then she starts singing oh. about how she don't, she's not trying to fight her husband. She's been, she been fighting her daddy. She's been fighting everybody else. She ain't trying to fight no husband in her own house. Wow. Yeah. How'd that work out for her? It's a very emotional play. I went, it's very ups and downs in it. I'm not going to lie. I cried through the first half, I think. Did we get a review? 
From Sanaya? No, she didn't. She just liked it. She just liked it. She said it was really good. Sanaya hasn't had an interaction with the color purple before the play. Okay. So That's why it would have been interesting to hear. Yeah. I wasn't sure if I was supposed to, like, warm her up in terms of, like, let her see the movie first and then see the play. But I'm actually okay with the play being her first. Yeah? How was it? Uh, It was good. It was more queer than the movie and less queer than the book. So apparently there's, like, a female romantic partnership that forms in it. In the movie, they kind of... Gloss over it. Between Whoopi Goldberg's character and and Oprah Winfrey's character? No, between Whoopi and the light-skinned singing girl, Sugar. Oh, Sugar. Yeah. Okay. So in the play, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. they go off and have a whole relationship after she leaves, um, what's his name? Mm-hmm. So um, there was that. So I would say... The book kind of focuses more on that than the play does, but the play makes it clear that this is what happens while the movie I watched it when I was younger anyway but the movie had me feeling like something's going on and I don't know what it is so that was I remember that being my first interaction with the color purple so the play is like really clear like this happened and then this happened yeah it's pretty clear okay so, um, it was good. Uh, I met Jesse Lipscomb for the first time ever. The, um, he was called, somebody said he was a social, that he is a socialite, which was, I think I've called him a socialite before. Jesse Lipscomb, um, friend of mine. Yeah. Socialite. Definite socialite. That's putting it lightly. Is there a word if it's a boy socialite or is it just socialite? I think it's, it's like, you know how there's like diva and devo? Is it like socialist? I've never heard of devo. You've never heard of devo? No. Devo was a whole band in the 80s. I've never heard devo in reference to a person. That's what it is. Diva's a girl and a devo is a boy. No, I've never, never used it. Never, I, diva call, is both You just call boy, boys divas yeah, all the I time? Yep. I say, dude, you're acting like a diva right now. So you add a layer of femininity to the... I didn't add anything. Well, it's it, Devo. It is what it is. So, um, yeah. Jesse Lipscomb, not a Devo as far as I can tell. It was a small cast and they played a lot of characters also. Um, and within my first few minutes of watching the movie, I was like... No, Celie is supposed to be dark skinned. Sorry, watching the play. I was like, she, the lead um, actress is very... Um, fair color. Very fair. Um, however, so because of that, I think there's probably a layer of colorism that might be lost in the play. So people aren't understanding that when... I don't even know the real guy's name, but Danny Glover. I don't remember what character he played. But when, Mr. Mister. So when Danny Glover is like, you're black and you're ugly, people are thinking about black, you're black, like, as the race of blackness, but really it was about colorism, like, you're black, like, you're dark black. You're dark. Yeah, so th- I think that that layer was probably lost, but it also, um, you know, it's culturally re- relevant for where we are. 
Mm -hmm. And um, she fucking killed it. Excuse my language. But she killed it. She, um, her range was amazing. I don't think there was a note that she even struggled with hitting. It was like smooth, like she butter. Did. Her talent was insane. And the other thing is that, you know, the character of Celie, as the story progresses, it's about her getting agency and really loving herself and kind of understanding things that she took for granted when she was a little bit younger in mm -hmm. terms of herself and her own being. So what happens is that the numbers get more intricate. The, the, um, the notes are harder to reach. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And she just like nails it, nails it, nails it to the very end. Yeah. And today, actually, we had yoga this morning because it is Sunday. And Asha was like, the color purple. And I was like, right? She's like, it was amazing. And a bunch of Jana people apparently also went last night as mm -hmm. well. She said there was a bunch of Jana people well, out there. Well, Jana had a huge meeting last night as well. And then so all went to the color and then purple. After the, they probably went to that. So they had a oh nice. They had a huge town hall to to kind of decide where Jana was going to go next. Jana is the J Jamaican, Jamaican Association of Northern Alberta. Alberta. Mm -hmm. So they um, yeah they had that last night. So I'm glad that everybody was able there. to support. Yeah, yeah, it was great. We so, have, we have been actually inviting a lot of people to go out to see the color purple. It is still in at the Citadel. It's at the all Citadel the through October. October. So get get in there. Get go, your chance. Go go go, go 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 go. It's like 25 bucks. Yeah. Is it easy get in? Like two Big Macs. Literally. Meals. 50 bucks if you're gonna take a person with you. 50 bucks. It's easy to money. Plus, that is an excellent date night. If you're trying to impress a girl, mm -hmm. color purple for sure. The, the entire cast was talented. That's the other part that I'm not really saying. The entire cast was, like, absolutely talented. And mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for people who are, like, this sounds so messed up, but I'm going to say it. There's kind of an expectation that, like, substandard talent comes out of Edmonton. Out of Edmonton. Yeah, that is messed up. Yeah, versus other places. So um, what I have to say is that it was definitely like, wow, here's a cast of black people at the Citadel Theater, and everything was just immaculate, like absolutely perfect. Yeah. And here in Edmonton, we have so much talent, by the way. Yeah. Well, in Canada, we have. I was talking well, about in this. Canada, but Edmonton has a very decent talent pool. I've, I've been saying this for for a long time. Um, Theater. I don't think he's a, a rookie at all. I think he's done a couple of things down there already. I think this might be his third show. Maybe. But he's a professional actor. That's what I... That's so what he is. he would have, yeah. Yeah, I was watching TV, and it was... The show was Winona Earp. So they're doing Wyatt Earp, but they're girls. Oh, what a girl. And she has a gun, and it's a special gun that shoots vampires and stuff and it vanquishes people when the bullet it will only fire on vampires so it okay. doesn't fire on humans anyways so I'm watching the show and right right when it gets like scary and, and this, these girls are trying to have this pajama party and they're, they're hanging out there this guy comes in knocks on the door and in walks my dude. man Jesse Lipsko I'm like this dude is everywhere <laughs> I'm on your TV too. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's a, an he, but he's a okay. But he's an actor. I think the reason that we're, we're like, like, there's this thing in Edmonton that if you're still here, you haven't made it. 
There's a thing. It's a real thing. Like, oh, yeah, there's Jesse in his third play at the Citadel just with this extensive acting resume to all these TV shows. Oh, that Jesse. But I'm like, he's doing that for a living. Like, that is his work. He's yeah. a professional actor. So it's super cool that we have access to him, but that's his job. It, it, is, it is how it is. Yeah. They, they say that... Uh, uh, a, a prophet, a prophet is not appreciated in his own home. Oh, okay. That's what that, that is. That's a good one. Nice scripture for Jesse. <laughs> that's a perfect one for him. Moving on. So you went to that, that was Thursday that night. That was Thursday. Then you went to the five artists, one love, NBC Culture, Culture Days, Days Extravaganza. Extravaganza. Yeah, it was phenomenal. It was the Art Battle Royale. Five different disciplines. Tell me what the disciplines were. This time, Darren Jordan went epically Above into Above and beyond. Things. So what were the five disciplines? So one discipline they had was a sculptor. Sculptor. Then they had a graphic designer. Graphic designer on the computer. And they had a painter on canvas. Canvas painter. They had a body painter. Body painter. And a singer. And a singer? <laughs> Yeah. Like ba like battling with everybody? So what he did was he had the band and the singer singing. Yeah. And then one, two, three, four, like, stations set up in a circle. Yeah. So they're in the middle. Yeah. Right, and it's one, two, three, four. And it's just all happening at the same time. The yeah. timer's going. They're doing their thing. And then everybody has tokens. And then you vote for who you enjoyed. Including the singer? Yeah. That was different. Okay, okay. Yeah. Last year, last year he had the he had four painters, and he had them battle. He said, "This year, you know, it's black, black girls' magic, black girl magic." That was last year. That was last year, and then was those that four okay? Painters. But was that it? Because Darren has three events, right? Because the five artists one love that happens in February is actually two events. There's like an art type thing, mm -hmm. and then there's a. Mm -hmm. So this was at the the stage. Show. This was at the Alberta Culture Days. So you had the four people okay. in the middle, and then you took your buttons and you and there were like boxes, shoe boxes, and you put them in the shoe boxes who you thought was the best, and they counted up All each shoe, shoe box, and then they figured out who was the winner. Um, but the musician was not part of the art. Uh, we did that show together, all of us. Yeah, I know. Um, Janelle brought me over to Darren and was like, "Hey, have you met Nilo?" Dan was like, oh, hi, Nilo, you have that. Just pretending we didn't know each other. She's like, mm, yeah, you guys are hilarious. She was at the same show. Yeah. She was at last year's show. Yeah. But, yeah, I just feel like, if did they have a theme? The theme was Afrofuturism. So Afrofuturism. You know, that was right up my alley. I accidentally dressed for the theme just because of who I was me. And it literally was like, okay, tonight is Afrofuturism. And I dressed for it, like literally. And then a small child in the room beamed me an idea to my brain. Yeah, what did that child say? That child, the idea first. The idea, I was standing there and I was like, <gasps> and then somebody called me at the same time and I turned around and I was like, <laughs> They're like, are you okay? I'm like, I just thought of the greatest idea. You called me at the same time. What's up? <laughs> and then um, I didn't say anything about the idea. And then a child came up to me and said, Cola, you should 
do sculptures with hair and battle. Next year, hair sculptures. So everybody. Darren, you heard it here. We already told Darren. Darren's like, that's an excellent idea. But I don't want him to lose focus. So you guys have to remind him, flood his timeline with requests. And let him know that you want Nilo in the artist battle next year doing lock sculptures. He was like, there's this thing that they can do now where you can make all kinds of sculptures. I'm like, yeah, Darren, I've been, I've been doing it for that. I, 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 yeah, I do that. <laughs> so if we're lucky, if I'm lucky, I will get a chance to battle at Five Artists, One Love next year. It's not about luck. Darren will be an absolute... Fool if he doesn't put you in for the thing. I think he's going to. Darren's Darren. Darren's, Darren's a visionary. But he might, just because we're talking about it right now, he Darren's might not amazing. put me in. He'd be like, you needed to keep it to yourself. Because you know Darren likes to like come out with exciting things. And now we've ruined it for him. No, 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 no. Darren <laughs> comes out with exciting things in phases. So this could be one of the exciting Phase things. Phase one. But, but even the thing, even this show he did, he told me about that he was going to do five platform, four platforms. He did not tell me that singing was going to be one of them. Four platforms? He said he was going to do four platforms. I'm so pretty he, sure he did five. So Can somebody five. correct me if the singing wasn't involved? You're making me maybe think that no, maybe it wasn't. No, I'm, I'm telling you, this is the surprises that Darren does. Oh, he included so, the so singing? He, he does four, but he didn't tell me what the four was. He didn't tell me there was going to be a graphics designer in there. That was really cool. That was super cool. I saw a picture of the of the dude or the, the person, the girl. Yeah. And I saw She's the, like on her iPad and mm -hmm. they hooked it up to a huge TV. Yeah. So you're like watching her. Amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Graphic designer, I'm like, how's she going to do that? Mm -hmm. Of course, Darren's got it figured out. Darren's got it figured out. So um, what I will say is that... The last time that we spoke, maybe a time or two ago, I was talking about being left in the cold for the barbershop show last year, mm -hmm. which, just a sidebar, I just want to make it clear that I am, in fact, still mad about, <laughs> because I knew everybody at that show. Not one person held a ticket for me. Not one. Held a ticket, you said. Let a nigga know. Oh, you wanted them to let you know. Like, hold the ticket and let me know. So, okay, it's so. called the barbershop. Like, nobody thought about me. Like, I'm going to hold the ticket. But I posted that today, and Sheryl was, like, super in her feelings. She's like, oh, friend, I'm so sorry. I should have been the one. Everybody else is like, hi, loser. Poor <laughs> Sheryl was in my inbox like, it should have been me. I messed up. I'm taking the fall for everybody. Sheryl. You would have loved it. <laughs> you should have, Sheryl. That's... <laughs> You should have. She's a proper nobody friend. Else, nobody else is going to let this lady know about this. You kidding me? She was in it last year. The year prior. She in it last year. It was just last minute. I didn't, I didn't know when the casting calls was to be in the thing because, you know, I would have been up in there anyway. And secondly, yeah, I totally missed tickets. Like, totally. It was like, five hours my love is sold out. I was like, sold out? Five what? For those of was. you who went to the show and those of you listening right now who have never been to the show and you are going to be in Edmonton, February, the yeah. first week in February, Five hours over at the Allen Theater by McEwen Uni in McEwen University, the, that's Allard. where Allard Theater. Mm -hmm. 
it, that's where the five artists one love takes place um, is going to be mm-hmm. this this year coming. Um, so to 2020. Mm-hmm. For those of you who need to get your tickets, you have to get it before February. So okay, so let me also say this: thirty tickets went on sale today, special price, completely sold out. So I got my VIP tickets. The places, the the tickets that go on sale ahead of time are cheaper. For those of you who are looking at your bank book, I did get a VIP early bird ticket. There are VIP early bird tickets. There are also tickets that are sold throughout. So what? starting in December. Mm-hmm. will be the next set of tickets. That's what I wanted to say. I've talked to Darren numerous times about having multiple shows. His answer is always no. So you're going to have to get the ticket immediately for the day. He ain't trying to do two days. No. He ain't trying Absolutely to do it. Like not. if he does it, he'd have to like prove it. But every year it sells out. He likes a sold out show. He likes people wanting to get in. Yeah. And it's worth it every year. It's excellent. Beautiful cast. Beautiful so singers. this year's theme, the show is going to be... Mm-hmm. Did I come in too loud on you there? There's a lot going on there. Oh, sorry about that. This year's theme um, is the, the art part of the show is going to be... Um, Afrofuturism again, and then the the stage part of the show, I actually just totally cannot remember. Sorry. It's a cool theme, though. Um, last time I spoke to Derek, I don't know if he changed it, but he might have announced it. The theme for the other portion, which is the musical portion and the acting portion that happens on the February one, he's taking music and oh, that movies. are from movies. That's what it was. So he's using scores and different things that, that you can relate to to different movies that are there. So we'll all be singing pretty much the scores from a lot of movies. I have my ticket already. So do I. Ready to go? So it was excellent. Um, of course, as usual, everybody always makes me feel like a star when I show up. Nice. So, um, yeah. Uh, it was good. I had a really, really great time. Lots of laughs, lots of jokes, and just overall an, an excellent um, time. So that was yesterday. I nice. mean, that was Friday. Mm-hmm. Yesterday was the pajama party, which we didn't um, make it to. But then... Black folks in film and TV. Jer- Darren Jordan... Darren Jordan just messaged Darren us here. Darren Jordan, everybody. Darren, we just mentioned that you had tickets for sale and they sold out mad fast. So we did. He sold it. They, he said they sold out in less than two hours. Yeah, it was literally five people inboxed me the link and were like, yo, seriously. And one of my homegirls, I was like, you're going to have to get it for me. I'm going to have to send you the money. She was like, done. Send me the link. Send me everything. It was all taken care of. Black so. folks in film and TV. So you're going to have a lot of different things that come up. Um, who knows? The songs. Right now, I can think about two. Do-ba-do-da-da-da. Yo, you totally read my mind. Step by step. Mm-hmm. You took that song out of my exact brain. <laughs> wow, who knew that you would say that? That's weird. I thought you were going to say something that's more like... Darren, we did also mention that the art theme for the wall is Afrofuturism, black to, black to the future. Black to the future, that's what it was. Right. 
So Which is my favorite. Like Afrofuturism is like my favorite, 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 so, favorite, so, favorite genre. So Darren, for the last twenty-five minutes, we've been talking literally to, about you. <laughs> well, at least fifteen of those twenty-five, we've been talking about you mm-hmm. and 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 all that stuff. So we're really excited about the Five Artists One well, Love show. Yeah, and we're so happy that NBCC and um, Five Artists One Love could join together to do this. Uh, Alberta Culture Days, and we hope that it happens over and over and over and over again. So we're very excited about that. What a great show. (laughs) Wow, we're going to have to run that back slow and try to figure out what they were trying to tell us. Uh, It's probably like, you're killing your planet, we're going to kill you. Oh, wow. So your planet gets a run. That's usually how those things go. I like how people want to get probed and stuff like that. (laughs) Which is funny, because... they're assuming that these aliens don't already know everything about us. <laughs> I've been watching different um, shows. One of the shows I've been watching is a YouTube channel called Terrell. Well, I'll get back to that in a sec. Let's go back to this lady. So this lady was talking about, um, I don't know what happened, but she lost it. In the in parking the, lot of CVS. In the parking lot of CVS. She started just giving up. N word and just it's like yelling and 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 I hate ends. Yeah, she hates hates. But them. then she was like, I would kill them if it was if I was allowed to, but yeah, I can't. If allowed to, she'd kill kill them. Using the word every single time, by the way. Yeah. This one guy walks by and he's like, "Take a break, lady." <laughs> the all the white guy who didn't want to get caught up or whatever was he, going on over he here. He did not want to be a part of that. He's like, "Lady, take a break." He wanted to get his his. Pharmacy stuff from yeah, the CVS. Yeah, coupons. For those of you who don't know CVS, CVS in the store. States is a drugstore. It mm-hmm. is like Rexall and Shoppers Drug Mart. Mm-hmm. And they sell those types all of the things. stuff. It's exactly yeah. like that. So, Everything's red inside there. Yeah, so it's a lot like Shoppers. So he, she was coming out. They filmed her. She said she didn't care. Get my license plate, yeah, she Yeah, she said get her license plate. So they were able to use the license plate to track Doctor. out her name. And from her name, they put it, they posted the her end. face up and the video up. And her in place of employment found out what was going on and fired her yep. from there. So it be like that sometimes. Sorry. Darren, we love your show as well. Darren says he loves our show. <laughs> We love this show he puts on. So that's why we're there. So um, that happened um, this week. Um, I got to tell you my feelings about it because I was very agitated watching it. Yeah, you you were like, this is going to upset you. And then I watched it and I was like, what was the funniest part of this video for you? (laughs) Yeah. And it was funny to me because the lady was just going off for apparently no reason. I don't know what happened before, but it didn't didn't deserve all of what she was doing. She was doing a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. I don't think anything really deserves what she was doing, but I think the question I think the idea is, and I'm gonna I'm gonna lace this into when we talk about Dave Chappelle later. Hmm. The idea is that there's nothing that could have happened inside of CBS or at all that would warrant that behavior right? right like what could possibly what could it possibly be because people will look at her and be like what did the people at cvs do to make her do that but like mm, 
seems like it's in her Absolutely character. Nothing. Right. <laughs> right? Pretty sure. My question is what made her so mad? I don't know what made her mad. Hmm. Why she went off like that? Not necessary at all. Mm-hmm. So she got her just desserts in the end. Mm-hmm. And that was got it fired. Mm-hmm. The big F. Moving on, Tyrese posted something on his uh, Instagram wall, which showed a police officer who had been planting drugs on um, numerous people yeah. uh, throughout the years. They built up a case and did it. People went to jail. Mad people fighting in jail. Yeah. Waiting for this case to get settled. Waiting for the case to get settled. Unrepented, uh, Darren says, unrepentant racists, weak folks. P.S. Nilo represented you both well on Friday <laughs> and held it down like a queen. <laughs> Is it me? It's you. It's me. Got it. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> yeah, so I did um, I did hold it down for the multiverse. Um, took some pictures and all that. Yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. I, and if you want to see the pictures, you can see them there online. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were talking about the um, police point, um, planting drugs. Yes, yeah, so the police planting drugs. He was planting like methamphetamines he, he was planting a bunch of stuff and then he would take them out of his pocket but this is what i learned today from nilo and i didn't realize this the body cams um, are always recording but when they press the body cam to go on it records the last 30 seconds yeah as well as and then continues a, recording from continues that point. Recording. So it's always, when we call it always recording, it's like how we have a camera up. There's just always, it's a camera, like it's on. It's always recording, it's all, yeah. but it could take the footage from what it's already. But when you turn it on, it records 30 minutes before and saves, I'm sorry, saves, 30 seconds. It saves, saves it yeah. from 30, 30 minutes before. 30 seconds. 30 right. seconds. So, yeah. so you see the guy planting all these drugs in people's trunks wallets um one lady had a spoon on the back of her thing and she's on the phone she's like yeah he actually found a small package of meth on my yogurt spoon that i (laughs) ate my yogurt with today and she's like i don't get i don't know where that came from she was like bewildered one guy burst into tears this one guy he's like my mom he's like and and he was an older guy, so you know oh, his mom is like older, 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 older. Pro- he probably, probably a cares senior. for his mom, yeah. Yeah, and she's like, my mom, my mom's gonna be all so upset. He's like, please, I'll do anything. What do you need me to do? He's like, we can't do anything now he, because the camera's on. He's like, you can't do anything. But I bet if he had said something before that day bad, off, yeah, that bad would have took a bit of cash to let that guy go. Shoot, yeah, one guy. And this is what got me upset. Lost custody of his this children because this dude planted evidence people, in his vehicle. People don't think about like the long-reaching implications of this type of stuff. It's weird. Like even when we talk about it, it's like, oh, this guy went down. Like that judge that was like selling kids into, it was like not even kids, but people was like selling convictions or whatever and selling people in. So I'm like, yo, um. 
like what happens to those kids now who just lost xyz amount of their their lives like yeah. actually lost parts of their lives and then in addition are completely changed now psychologically from the time that they were inside yeah and people don't get it like there's also um, emotional ramifications for this mm -hmm. there's also people you know her her friends friends all these people are gonna think think now about you like that forever there's nothing you can do like, about that yeah never touch math never never don't even know what to do with it all sorts of stuff this dude so they what ended up happening was they ended up recoiling 25 um cases wow and having to bring them back out these 25 cases that, and the, the current police officer is now in jail good for him did you see that video? I posted it where we well, did. I showed it to you. There's this video of like the police getting awards, and then the yeah. the the guy's like, um, can you? The councilman mm -hmm. calls another guy back, and he's like, yeah, good to see you. Probably don't remember me from four years ago, but you falsely arrested me and lied on the police report. Yeah. So I think you're a bad cop. And I don't think that you deserve to be here. Yeah, he said it on the thing. They brought all these police officers and gave them accolades. And the guy was like, yeah, I, I remember. He's like, you falsely mm -hmm. did this. And this guy was like, I don't know what his position was <laughs> to be there. <laughs> like, the, the, he, he had a suit on. So I'm assuming he was like legal counsel. He's a counsel. councilman. He's a councilman. Yeah. Yeah. So, he, so, man, he... So he's like on the government, He really much. wanted to say... What he wanted to say was like, dude, you're trash. Yeah, like, he, that's what he said. You're trash. You're a bad cop. You don't belong to... Yeah. You don't um, deserve to be here. Terrible. But do you know that the news is like berating it? Like council member berates police officers. Like they're making it seem <laughs> like... Like the black guy. Yeah. The, and the, the mayor, the mayor actually asked for him to step down. The Ooh, council member. The council member for saying that? Yeah, because the mayor felt like he undermined the police. See, and and uh, did he step down? I don't think so as of yet, and I don't think he should either. I don't think he should. That that is important to understand that this police There's ramifications officer, to everything that you do. He, he slipped right through the cracks. Nobody caught this Over guy Oh, they're before. getting awards in City Hall. Why? Sorry, bro. You need to go. They should have. They should have taken that cop and arrested him one time. One good time. But it is what it is. Okay. Um, right, what else you got? Right now we have. Uh, well, we're almost ready to go to the screen because there's a lot on the screen today. We have um, Dave Chappelle. We're mm -hmm. going to review his comment. Portion. Mm -hmm. And talk about it. We're going to talk about Netflix. Uh, See you yesterday. I ended up watching See you yesterday. I've been watching quite a few movies. Sci-fi, sci-fi, science fiction. Science fiction. Um, I watched Bill Burr, mm -hmm. his comedy special. Mm -hmm. um, Is it a new one? Yeah, he has a new comedy special. I found out a couple things about B Bill Burr that I didn't know. Okay, he has a black wife. His wife is black. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he he talks about. <laughs> the, he talks about the things we often wonder about interracial relationships. If you've ever, if you're in currently into an interracial relationship, and or have ever been in one, there are certain things that happen um, 
that you wonder how that discussion happens at home. So, you know, he, he talks about his wife <laughs> watching, watching a show and the black pe people on the show, were, you know, got tried unjustly. And then he came in and he was like, well, he wanted to be one of those people who was like, well, you get what you get, but he has to tread lightly because his, his wife is black. So he's like, well, I'm not saying this. And he, he, he shows himself getting into trouble every single time with his wife. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't want to talk about it. And his wife will goad him into a conversation every time. He'd be like, yeah, I don't want to really talk about that today. <laughs> and she's like, why? Why don't you want to talk about it? And he's like, here we go again. So that one is actually really good. If you want to see um, Bill Burr, if you're not used to Bill Burr, um, there's a little bit of warnings I got to tell you. He offends. He yells a lot. He yells a lot, and he offends most people. Most people. By the time he reaches about the middle, he has like very little laughing, and then he will comment on how quiet it got in the room because he said something. One of the things he mentions in in his stand-up is how whenever whenever something politically dangerous happens, like Trump is going to do something crazy. All of a sudden, you smell fried chicken in the air. Like that day, you're like, "Oh, fried chicken!" Like it, it, like they actually have smells and and stuff that comes on TV that distract you from the actual topic that happens. Mm -hmm. So you'll have stuff that like global um, climate change, mm -hmm. right? Which did we talk about the kids? We can talk about them this week. I don't think we did. So you, you have climate change. That's the one thing for the scroll. Before we we move on, we'll talk about that. And he'll say, that's, you know, it's evident that this is what's happening is somebody bombs something or there's climate change and, and Trump is going to do something. And then, then they'll put like a Pizza Hut commercial on and then you forget. And then they braid you with a bunch of commercials about the next show that's coming on TV that's not real or, or reality, which distracts you from the topics. And then now you end up talking about what you saw in The Voice and the winners of The Voice, instead of talking about the... What's happening. What's happening what's right now. What's actually happening. Go ahead, tell me about how I fidget all the time. I, I, I don't have to. Okay, go ahead. The people see. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. um, going back to global uh, um, climate change, mm -hmm. there have been children, a group of children, are suing the world. Yeah, it's actually, it's kind of cool mm -hmm. um, to me because I'm trying to find everybody's names. Um, it's kind of cool for me because it's interesting um, how the system that was created in the 50s is being used by people who have existed the entire time that it has been in place and, and have even legitimized that. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever thought about going to the UN to establish change in any domain of anything that I could possibly think of. But these kids were like, not only are we gonna go to the UN, but we're gonna sue the world. They named five specific countries. The countries they named were, um, they named uh, Argentina, Brazil, Turkey, Germany, and Argentina, Brazil, France, Germany, Turkey. Oh, France. The five countries named in the, in suit. the suit. Yeah. 
You'll so, see a lot of memes with um, the head girl that's on there, which is Greta Thunberg. She's not the head girl. She's the one who made the main speech, and they had a ton of memes with that particular girl. Okay, I just want to pause for a second before you give me attitude for correcting you. Go ahead. The reason why it's important that we talk about her not being the head girl is because she's not the head girl. She is the white girl that is involved in the movement, so naturally the media covers her a lot more. So people feel like she's the leader, but there's other kids that are there with her, Mm -hmm. and there's not one that's like, it's, there's no like no leader, but they're calling her the leader because the news are, are how, how many, how many of those other kids spoke? They spoke. Um, Autumn Peltier, 14. She's the chief of the water commissioner. She won a children's noble uh, children's peace prize, and she spoke. Ishra Hishari, 16. She's a co-founder of the U.S. Youth Climate Strike and the daughter of. Uh, um, you know who she is? Oh, what's her name? The Senate, um, the Congresswoman from Minnesota, Omar. You know, the Muslim senator, or sorry, Congresswoman in the states. Okay. She's only one of them that everybody's been attacking. So mm-hmm. the next person is her daughter. There's a young person named, I don't know, Zutekathal Martinez, Earth Guardians Youth Director, um, Indigenous climate change activist, and they're on the front lines as well. And of course, Ms. Greta, Swedish environmental activist. So these are the main people. Audiem Peltier is indigenous and she is chief water commissioner. So she has spoken at the UN before too. So it's important because the media is like focusing on Greta Thunberg, focusing, 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 and really erasing the brown and black people who are also doing the work. So I didn't mean to correct. There's a you. lot of people. Well, <laughs> Greta, Greta's on there as a meme though. Yeah, I get it. And I think that was my point was that they've been doing a lot of memes with Greta mm-hmm. on there mm-hmm. and teasing her for what she said in particular as one of the people that spoke. Mm-hmm. So how many, how many children are there? Um, I think there's four. Okay. So mm-hmm. out of these four. Or five. I think one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four. So Greta's on there and mm-hmm. Greta, um, Yeah. Greta's on the on on most of the memes that I saw. Yeah, and the I was meme- like, is, is yeah, this the girl from? Isn't this the girl from the climate change thing? Yeah. And she, basically, what they're suing, they're suing because of it's a children's right to have um, clean air, cl- clean water, clean air, clean water, healthy environments. And they're feeling that these countries are not aiding in that. Brazil well, jeopardizing it. Yeah. I think it was the. President or Prime Minister of Brazil? Just President, lit, I think so. Yeah, lit up the rainforest. Lit up the rainforest. So um, that was on fire. I'm not sure if it's still on fire. Probably. So they're having a hard time putting that out. He refuses. Um, so it has to put it out itself. It is the rainforest, so the rain will help, maybe. But depending it's on what accelerant. It out a little bit, yeah. Yeah, depending on what accelerant is used. Hi, Tania. 
So um, what it does is that it moves the climate crisis from like this kind of global, is it real or is it real problem into a um, children's rights problem. Mm -hmm. And the children's rights bill was kind of laid and formulated in the late 80s, I think it was. And it's a very comprehensive bill about the rights of children globally and across the world. Um, so they're using that to sort of bring the bring about the momentum of action around this, um, which I think is really cool. It's definitely like it's um, a creative way to think about the systems that exist mm. and how to use them in the right the best way, I guess, for the outcomes. So that's one thing for, for us here in Canada, we do a lot um, to help with climate change, but we have a lot more to do. So even though we recycle and we're trying to recycle even more, especially here in Alberta, we, re we were trying to recycle even more. So trying to not only put all your stuff into recycling bags, but also to s separate everything and then the trucks will actually pick up the different things from bottles to papers to stuff like that. But there's other things that we can do as well, like um, making our own mulch and growing our own food. There's a lot of stuff that, that can go further with it. So my children especially, they're all about climate control and recycling. And so all the batteries that we have in our house for all the games, we collect them and we, we drop them off at the proper depot so that they can be recycled and used for other things. Moving on from there, we have the screen. Um, so we went back to the, the scroll, or we, we finished off the scroll and we're moving to the screen. On the screen, there's been quite a few things. We were about to talk about it last week, but we did get a chance, which was the Dave Chappelle um, new stand-up. Mm -hmm. um, you were going to watch it. What did you think about it? Um, well, this is what I told you. So. I think that not everybody is for everybody. Um, when you talked about Bill Burr, I can think of a couple comedians, Andrew Dice Clay, like there's a bunch of them that are, I guess, kind of shock comedians. Like they say really outrageous things that people agree with and um, that that's why they're funny. Mm -hmm. When it comes to the stand-up, there were some things that I found funny. There's some things that I didn't really find funny. And the, and I understand why if you like haven't been affected by certain trauma, then joking about it is like, uh, eh, no big deal. But specifically, like there there are certain parts of it that if you have been affected by things, it it is damaging on a larger scale. You know what I mean? So, for example, a very specific example, in the um, stand-up special, he's talking about that he is a victim blamer. You remember that part? He's like, I am what you call a victim blamer. If you say that somebody beat somebody else up, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, what did she do? Right? Okay. But hearkening back to what we said earlier, um, what could a woman do, for example? Like... Let's, let's take, I don't even want to say it, but let's say Chris Brown and Rihanna, because it's one that we know. When it happened, everybody was like, Whoa, I, don't, I don't believe that Rihanna didn't, and I don't trust that Rihanna did it. But the idea is like, okay, what is it that Rihanna could have done that would have justified what happened, right? Mm. So as a person who has experienced violence in that way, 
when I told people what happened, they literally were like, what did you do? Mm. So it having a comedian be like, yeah, so what? Is It puts um, people in a position where it normalizes the culture of what did you do? And then when people are like, really need help, like really need help for their lives, you're not, you're, you're not really in a place where you're necessarily looking at the situation as critically as you should because there's already this kind of normal culture of, well, what did the victim do to, to make that happen? So um, it was funny. There were parts of it that was really funny. I, I, I don't think that everybody has to like Dave Chappelle, so I kind of don't understand why people why there's like one group of people that are like, feel like if you don't gel with it or if you don't like all the jokes then you're like a, f a snowflake or a but whatever the words people use for sensitive people nowadays, right? So, but it was good. Some of it was really funny. Some of it was like, eh. Some of it was like, yeah, I think that if you, Dave Chappelle's a genius. He's a comedic genius. What it feels like he's saying to me is like, nah, I'm too lazy to like try harder. I'm gonna go with the same stuff that's worked for me the whole time. And some of it is still funny, and some of it isn't. There's the a approach. lot there. There's a lot there. I don't, I don't actually remember that portion of the, the, the victim blamer part. Yeah. I'll have to go back and watch it. Um, but he does say stuff that, he always takes a different turn on things that most people would not um, look at. Or they are looking at, but they just won't say it. So he does mention um, quite a few things. He, he mentions you know, relating to other cultures and other things. We, and we've talked about that many times. Uh, people who are like, yeah, I feel I identify as black. Therefore, I am. And everybody's good with that. <laughs> and he says, it's not acceptable if he turns around and says, I identify as Chinese. And then starts acting like he's Chinese. Mm -hmm. People will get very upset. You know? So I, I didn't mind it. Mm -hmm. No, some parts of it were funny. The, um, Greg Davis wants to know, is the, do you think Dave Chappelle is more out of bounds than Russell Peters? I feel like Russell Peters is pretty safe as a comedian. No? Russell Peters actually does voices for every culture in the world. Most of the voices that I've seen I do, those, yeah. most of the voices that I do are from Russell, Russell Peters. Peters. Mm -hmm. um, do I think Russell Peters, um, no. I don't think he's more out of bounds than Dave Chappelle, but it might be the same thing. Like, Russell Peters is good for some people. For other people, they'd be like, oh, I can't. I don't know if Russell Peters is dealing, he's dealing with like racial stereotypes and what have you. I'm not sure if he's dealing with trauma like in the same way. I've, I watched a lot of Russell Peters. I've never watched Russell Peters and been like, oh. But I do know that he, he does do the voices and the different. When, when I think I first saw Russell Peters, um, this is before he blew up. I think he was at like Yuck Yucks or something here in, in Edmonton. And they brought him here and he literally asked everybody, who, are there any Jamaicans in the, um, in the crowd? And a bunch of my friends were there that were Jamaican. And he did the accent like perfectly. But he's from Toronto. Mm -hmm. So in his neighborhood, 
you have this what we call the salad bowl of all these different cultures that are there. Mm-hmm. And he's literally picking characters out, including his family, out of every, all his neighbors and doing the voices of these people, which is <laughs> hilarious to a lot of people if you know anybody um, like that in your neighborhood. So, But right now we live in a very conscientious society. Thank you. Wow, what a good word. So... Because of that. <laughs> so. I, I was expecting you to be like, everybody's sensitive all the time. I, that's what I was expecting. But conscientious. Okay. Okay, Mr. Williams. Came today with the <laughs> synonyms. Greg said, hey, be a man. <laughs> Greg, don't make me laugh at this on, on the podcast, please. On national podcast? <laughs> please do not make me laugh at that on the podcast. Russell Peters is hilarious. In fact, his voice, his voice that he does for the, the guy who sells him stuff at the flea market reminds me of Dow. Dow says. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. So I watched, uh, moving on in the, in the um, screen, I watched the show See You Yesterday, directed by Spike Lee. Um, it is... A story about a young lady in her teens and a young man also in her teens that are best friends and they are the smartest people pretty much in their school not out to a Canadian that's also on there which is uh, Michael J. Fox hey yes. he's on there he's on there as their teacher cool and they're going back to the future they're going they're doing the back time travel and he's there as the teacher I thought that was excellent I was like Spike amazing thank you for that yeah immediately I I felt great it takes place um in New York um just at people's house the the guy's um family is Guyanese the the boy his his family is Guyanese and the, the lady the girl that's in it just a single mom um, with a, a brother who's been getting in, in and out of trouble. So they've created this time machine. They realize there's some kinks they need to work out. So they go um, and they try to fix this out. Also, she dated this one guy briefly, and that guy is spreading some sort of rumor that they slept together. And so he's telling this rumor, and she's getting mad, and she has a temper, so she's trying to fight this guy, and her brother comes in to kind of save the day. So the next day, you know, the brother's playing dominoes. He's hanging out. He's having a good time. Um, and the guy comes up to him with a bunch of their friends, and he's like, yo, move off. And they're about to fight the same guy who was talking about his sister. And they end up walking down some road. When they walk down the road, two black guys run past him and say, move, 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 move. And they run past these him and his friend, the brother and his friend. And the police come and pull out guns and are like, yo, where are you guys coming from? And they're like, yo, what are you talking about? And he gets shot and dies. So she's trying to use the time machine now to go back to stop the shooting of her brother. But in stopping the shooting of her brother, you gotta watch the rest. 
I'm so, like, he's about to spoiler alert so, me. So there's a lot going on with that. And it was great. I loved it. Um, it, it so happens that there's a bodega um, that gets robbed. Mm, much like our bodega. Very much so. And th- it's one of the reasons why I forwarded you this, because you would really appreciate it. It's probably very close to where you were. Oh, there. yeah, when I was there, yeah. Because a lot of the people... Spike Lee, New York is like a character in, in, in every single one of his movies, which I love. And and they do the whole... I lo- one of the things I love about Spike Lee that a lot of people don't like about Sp- Spike Lee is he, when you reach to a cinematic climax, mm-hmm. they have this cart, which they put you on, and the camera's like doing a, a, a very close shot of the camera while they pull the cart... And it's like you traveling in your mind, like you're walking, but you are still in thought. Mm. And in every movie, every one of his movies, he has this, even, what was it, my teenage, no, that was the song. High school, you know that Spike Lee movie? Yeah, with Denzel Washington? No. He does have a lot of Denzel Washington. He does. And in every one of those movies, that clip is there. Um, More Better Blues, he had that clip in More Better Blues. Mm. Um, Yeah, he just has it. Um, But when you reach this thing... It's his method. Yeah, the Bronx Bronx Tale, it's in there. Mm -hmm. I think it's in there. Yeah. Do the Right Thing, it's definitely in Do the Right Thing. So, anyways... So Spike Lee, it was epic. The ending of the, and without any spoilers, the ending of the actual movie gives you the potential to move and make another one. That I love. Hmm. Spike Lee oft, doesn't often do that. Give you an opening. A, an opening. He usually yeah. ends it. And Completely. Very dramatic music at the end. Done. Mm-hmm. But this time he left it open so that maybe, 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 and it was really interesting to think about time, and she explains time, and she explains what she's doing, and all of it is all theoretical, but it is all true theories about about time travel. So I really appreciated that. So if you can see it, um, I want more black sci-fi, Tanya says. Agree. She says she saw it. She thought it was frustrating. And she was not pleased by it. I'm not sure why she thought it was frustrating. You let us know why you thought it was frustrating, Tanya. Well, one thing I can tell you is that in order to write an American movie is like an ABC. American audiences, Canadians being Americans as well in this conversation, North American. North American audiences, they like to see certain things in movies. And if the movie doesn't flow in that way, they don't like it. Mm. I went to Europe. When I was in Europe, one of the things we did in Europe was go to the movies. Mm-hmm. And that is different. Mm-hmm. You don't know what to expect. The stuff that American audience don't like, mm-hmm. the European audiences definitely have that. You need a dead kid? Right here, look. <laughs> Literally. Like, yeah. stuff that they do not do in America. They will not do in American film. They do in European film. Spike Lee has a tendency to do those things, which aren't, like, um, classic to, like, American films. So, Tadia says, she was not pleased with the ending. She said she screamed 
at the ending. She screamed at the screen. A lot of people said that. And, but she loved the movie. Mm. At the end, the only part that I had a problem with, with that throughout the whole movie, and this is because I'm a CG person, mm -hmm. is their travel. I felt like the, the way how they traveled in time, the way how they showed that cinematically, mm. it could have been done a little bit better. They can talk to Lucas or something. Yeah, I mean, they, they could use those CGI points to do less, but it, it would do more. Mm. Right? Instead of showing them like, kind of like traveling like that in time they could have just gone poof and then had a like light, light orb something yeah something just coming and they did have that they did have like quite a bit of orb and stuff like that but i thought they could have done that differently okay the, the ending of it i didn't have a problem with the ending um you're literally the only person i've heard that from about this movie yeah i didn't have a problem with the ending at all because it didn't seem like an ending to me and i think that's what the problem is spike lee usually ends his movies it didn't seem like an ending. It just seemed like, oh, I want more. Right. And you're not going to get more. Mm -hmm. You're like, no, it can't possibly end like this. There's going to be more. And it left your heart waiting for this next move. So I thought that was really great. I thought it was good. Okay, I guess I will have to check it out. Like yeah. everything else. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah? I started watching Top Boy. Oh, yeah, yeah. How's that? Mm -hmm. I didn't watch enough of it to cast my vote yet, but it's Top Boy, so I'm going to watch it all. I hear that it's called season one because it's not Summer House. One of my clients, uh, one of my clients was watching it, and he's like, yo, that shit is mad effing confusing. He's like, I watched episode one and two, and then, like, t t four months ago, and then I went back, and I watched episode one again, just to, like, refresh, and he's like, it was something completely different. <laughs> so when they release Top Boy, this, this one that we're on, it's technically season three of Top Boy. Mm -hmm. However, Top Boy was executive produced by somebody for the f else for the first two seasons, mm -hmm. canceled, and Drake was like, what? So he came in and brought it back. So what happens is that um, the new one starts a storyline and then intersects with the last one's storyline. Mm. So even when, like, me starting it, I was like, I have no idea what's going on. Is this completely different? Mm. Should I rewatch the other ones? What have, what have you? And the, one, of the, one of my friends was like, uh, just watch the movie. Like, just watch it. Watch a TV show. And then the first, there's, like, literally this season has more episodes than the first two seasons. Because the first two seasons was four episodes and four episodes. This episode has, like, 12 or 13, whatever is average. So it's good. I'm going to love it forever, obviously. It's funny. Um, yeah, black British people, I'll take it any nice. day. I like British films. Yeah. Um, Darren Jordan says, if you enjoyed Spike's films, check mm -hmm. out Jordan Peele's new Twilight Zone episode replay. Oh, so you know that I'm a huge Twilight Zone fan. I'm not sure if you know that or not. Mm. Every um, New Year's in Christmas, um, New Year's in New York, they play a Twilight Zone marathon. Okay. I have watched this Twilight Zone marathon like well over 16 years because I've been going to New York mm -hmm. 
So literally every single Twilight Zone episode plays, even the one with Ronald Reagan in it. So if you want to see Ronald Reagan oh, acting, cool. there's a Twilight Zone with him in it. Nice. Yeah, so um, I've been watching that for years and years. Like, it's a thing thing for me. So I love the Twilight Zone, and it's back with Jordan Peele, mm-hmm. who I also enjoy. Which I think is a People have a really lot of things choice. to say about Jordan Peele, but I'm like, nah, whatever. No, that's a good choice. Um, so... I haven't caught up with it yet, Darren, but I'm, sh- I'm positive that I'm going to be a fan of it. Because, yeah, Twilight Zone exists in that magical realism space, and um, Jordan Peele also occupies that space. It's, he says it challenges policing, racism. Oh, it's the al- Twilight Zone plus blackness? Mm-hmm. Along with a number of issues facing many black communities. Wow. Okay, I'm in. He says it's absurd. In a good way, I think. <laughs> well, he says it's crazy. Oh. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely have to check that out. She says, <laughs> Darren Jordan said, he liked it before you. Oh. And he said, you just leveled up. Oh. Hey. Thanks for bringing me up to par, Jordan. Speaking of up to par, um, Darren, um, we spoke about it last year, but we have a whole year to go now that you're here talking to us. We need a golf course blackout for next summer. So I need a Darren Jordan golf day where we can get people together and and have a golf day. So uh, that's all I will say about it. Agreed. Um, Are you ready to move it along? Yeah. What's so, in your ears? so now what's in my ears? I've been watching a show which I kind of mentioned earlier, which is the Terrell show on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Terrell show is amazing to me because it brings on a lot of the contestants and singers that are on social media mm-hmm. and on The Voice and on The Four. I've never watched The Four. Have. You have? So I only watched um, I only watched it with YouTube. Tina said she's in for the golf, and Darren is thinking intently about it. <laughs> so um, on the four, they have quite a few people on there. I love to watch the battles that go back and forth. You tend to know who's going to battle it out. The response from Diddy. And the other people that are on there is hilarious. Um, but when you watch it on Terrell, Terrell does a game called Sound um, Song Association. And on Song Association, he gives you a word, and you got to sing a song with that word in it. And a lot of people can't do it. you got 10 seconds to start singing that song. You don't have 10 seconds to sing it, but just you got to start the yeah, song. Yeah, come up with it in 10 seconds. come up with it. And, then yeah. go, and people go hard on the song. Mm-hmm. So one of the contestants on there, um, and they're all in the same similar circles. So, you know, they live very close sometimes. Um, one of the guys that was on there just happened to be uh, Terrell's roommate from back in the day or, or his apartment neighbor. And he said at 3 in the morning this man would be singing. He's like, yo, what? Why is this man singing loud, loud, like loud in his, in his apartment? Mm-hmm. People could hear. And so... I like that show because I got to see all the different people that are up and coming that are doing new things, right? Like mm-hmm. um, Anaya Lamis, she's social media 
superstar and now she got uh, exposed. I've, I've been following her because of um, uh, Tiffany Haddish posted something. I followed Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish posted something about her. So then I got on her. She's hilarious and funny. So I started following her. And she's on there. And it's a wicked show on there. So in my ears, I have a lot of people from this show now in my ears. So... That's really awesome because a lot of those people are working on launching their own careers mm-hmm. while they are the exact skeleton, backbone, muscles that are behind some of the biggest superstars of today that we always listen to. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so um, there's a, a girl by the name of Nicole. Oh, I forgot her last name all of a sudden. <laughs> anyway, she sings a song called you on on there and she's talking about um just her man she's just talking about it i mm-hmm. love the song i love her voice she sounds a lot like lauren hill um and she's she's just an amazing uh singer let me see if i can find her real quick if i can do it in the next 10 seconds i'll i'll let you know what the situation is with her while you do that mm-hmm. i want to give a shout out to Adana Chinoye. I don't know if I said it right, but I hope I did. Mm-hmm. Her Instagram handle is A-D-X-N-N-Art, A-R-T. Mm-hmm. And she's the winner of the Art Battle Royale, and she was the graphic designer. Oh, so I man. So I want to put her name out there and give a shout-out that people should definitely follow her, check her out. She's incredibly talented. That's A-D-X-N-N-Art. Um, with the at sign before it. So Fantastic. go find her. Go check it out for find sure. Her, Let's support these these young people. The lady's name is Nicole Buss. Um, wow. Forgot yeah. that, huh? I thought it was Boyd <laughs> okay. for whatever reason. But Nicole Buss. That's my sister's last name, Boyd. Mm. And so she, um, check her out. She's in my ears right now. Phenomenal mm-hmm. singer. I love her work. Okay. So that's what's up. All right. So that leads us now to the, what what are we doing this week? Or this, what's coming up? Mad stuff's coming out. So, first and foremost, we have a model call that's upcoming. Model call, so. We'll have a date for that. We are talking about actual models too. For the Revive fashion show that we're having November 17th right here in 1445. Is this a ticketed event? It's not a ticketed event, no. It's a free event? It's a free event. So the Revive event happening here on November the 17th, 17th. Mm-hmm. Um, 2019. That is at the Aphrodisiac Natural Loft, and that will be 11445 124th Street mm-hmm. here in Edmonton, Alberta. So normally I do hair shows with sort of elaborate hairstyles. We haven't gotten an opportunity to do that as a group this year, so I wanted to kind of get us together, and it also helps to distract me from the fact that it's my birthday. When it is. It is her birthday. We are going to celebrate her birthday and the fact that she is alive. Still. And we are happy that she is alive. Mm -hmm. So, with that, we're inviting everybody to occupy the space. There is a live band going to be there. The people, sorry, the people who performed at the Five Artists, One Love uh, show, 
the two ladies that sang, they are in my band as well. I will be there singing as well. So they will be up on stage and it's going to be crazy. We're going to have a fun time. Absolutely. We're going to have body painting. So that's going to be a part of the stage show as well. Um, we talked to Hummingbird Bakery, who's going to be involved. There's a Guyanese um, set of bakers that I'm going to have in here to get us a little little cheese roll and pine tart. And so. <laughs> you sure it's not tart pine? Ooh, <laughs> nobody has that one. That's the problem. Nobody actually has that one. Tart pine? No. The weird thing about the Caribbean is that our baked goods don't actually overlap that much. I thought everybody had the same stuff I had, but then I brought something to a party once, and everybody, I brought two things to a party, and people were like, what is this? And I'm like, how do you guys not know this? You're from Trinidad. And they're like, yep, different country. Different country. There are things that people have. Like, everybody has a version of bacon. Everybody has a version of dumpling, and everybody has a version of this. But what it is is different. The word is probably the only thing exactly. that's, excuse me, the some same Some people same call word. it guinep, some people call it chinet. Ch chinet, and some people call it aki. I don't know who calls it Aki. <laughs> I do not know who calls it Aki. But it's okay. a true story. Okay. <laughs> I'm not saying you're wrong. Can you I'm please tell saying. Nigel if you call Ginnip or Chenet Aki, please, if you'd call it that in your country. Please post it if you do that in your to country. To say we do and say what country it is. Okay. I don't want to lie on anybody. Other than that, um, we, we have that coming up. What else is happening? That's our big thing that's happening right now. Yeah, revive. We're getting ready for the revive. Revive. So that's going to be great. There is some things happening. I think I have a banquet I have to do in December. A couple weddings that have to be done, which is going to be amazing. We, sorry. Um, we, we here on the podcast are going to do a version of Song Association on live on air mm -hmm. so we may do that on november 17th because if you always be wanted to be on the pod but we're gonna have an audience here it's gonna be a lot too much it's gonna be a lot it's gonna be a lot to do it then the, you, you right have now your you people have right there you have a fashion i know it's not that easy okay no problem because you'll have to we have to set up chairs tables um yeah, there's a lot. Off air. We'll talk about it. This sounds it. like an off air conversation. We'll talk about it. So, are you guys not coming to my travel show? Oh, sorry, Greg. Holy cow. Greg. Greg, you're Holy right. Holy cow. Greg, Greg, forgive me. Forgive please. Me. And we spoke at length about this show today. And Greg, please post post right here in the comments what time and place the travel show is. Right I here know in the it's section. next weekend, October. There's that third and fourth. Right below in the comment section or over here. Oh, sorry. Over there in the comment section. Please <laughs> put it over there. And it's going to be at the Expo Center. Greg has forgiven me, but he still hasn't posted it so I could say it live. You got to post it now, Greg. Come like on. right now, Greg. We're trying to stall the Right now, we're stalling so that you can so put it So much over. stalling. All right. So it's next weekend, October yeah. 5th. To the 6th. Okay, 5th and 6th. The October 5th and 6th. At the Expo, right? You can look it up at www.live2travelyeg.com. It is Live to Travel. So you're right. It's Live to Travel. <laughs> <laughs> now that I said it out loud, it's yes. Live to Travel. Spelled the same way. It's okay, it happens. Live to Travel <laughs> Y-E-G. 
LiveToTravelYEG.com. Yeah. I'm going to pull that up right now. And we're going to share that on all the platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's an adventure and travel show. There will be lots of booths there. It's going to be massive. It's at the Expo Center, so it's going to be at the big Expo Center down by... Northland, you know, right? Yeah, I don't Wayne know if it's Gretzky. Still called that or whatever. Wayne Gretzky and one eighteen. Wayne, Wayne Gretzky and like one eighteen mm-hmm. for sure. So that's gonna be right there. It's gonna be amazing. Now we have to support. We we do a lot to support Black culture, but this particular um, event is gonna be great. If you live to travel and you like to visit, go over there. There's tons of stuff. I'm pretty sure Northlands. It's the old Northlands. Um, horse racing area. Yeah, Expo Center over there. Uh, and right by... In, 20 in bucks. Expo, right where they have Klondike Days, right there. Right inside. That's where you're going to go. 20 uh, bucks to get in. I believe it's 20 bucks. Yeah, 20 bucks to get in. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be... But it's going to be amazing because most of these things, these expos and, and these type of things have raffles. You can win trips. Uh, go. Go, 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 yeah, go. Yeah, a whole bunch of different presenters there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So shout out to that. And yes, Greg, I have to look at my calendar, but I'm almost positive I will see you. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll roll through. So that's that. I want to roll through. I'm hoping by then I can on the 5th or the 6th. Um, either one, I definitely want to roll through and see what's up. Yeah. So I'm going to try to do as much work as I can ahead of time so I'll have no work to do on that day. Come support you. Mm-hmm. So that's amazing. Um I was going to mention the town hall for Jana, but the Jana town hall already passed. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one more thing I'm missing, but I'll, I'll, I'll remember it. It's at the Af- African Center. They're having their, their AGM meeting for, so you can sign up. So um, that's basically it, though. Uh, oh, they have a bunch of flights to give away. Uh, wow. There's a grand prize to uh, Vegas. Nice. Uh, and hotel. Wow, a flight and hotel. Flight, flight and hotel. Basically, it's almost all expense paid. Basically, oh, the major expenses at least. Mm. You know, you do what you got to do once you get there. But you know, what happens in Vegas? You better win it. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. It stays right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unless you're doing a church convention, and then you should probably spread the word. Church convention in Vegas, though. Cool. It is what it is. It is. It is. That is what it is. Yes. What it is is what it is. So, that's it. Word of the day. Word of the day. So. Do you have one? Yeah. I do. Normally, I I have a word. Oh really? Yeah. Do you have something you want to say? Go ahead, preacher man. Um, I'm going to take this word out of some song lyrics I, I knew oh boy. from back in the day. Okay. That most of you probably know. This is about to pull a Chris Tucker, y'all. If you, if, if at first you don't succeed. Does yourself off a track. Does yourself off a track. But you know what the remix is. What's the remix? Chicks play hard to get on that Aaliyah is. If at first I don't succeed, then believe I quit. <laughs> Jay-Z, everybody. Jay-Z. Thank you, Jay-Z. Um, so, can I... Oh, mm-hmm. go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Can you? No, finish your thought, and then I just want to say, like, on the sign-off, I'll just say something real quick. 
Okay. So um, basically, what I've learned is that everything that happens, happens for a reason. Everything that happens in your life happens for a reason. How you got here is for a reason. All the people, relationships, bridges, all the stuff that you've passed, burnt, gone through, everything leads you back full circle to where you are now and, is, and where you are now is leading you to what's coming up in the future. So a lot of times we fall and we feel like it's not well. Or a lot of times people think that we sold out. Mm. A lot of times people think that we're no longer doing stuff. I thought about it this week about all the things that I've done in my life as far as events that I've organized and put in before now. I'm talking late 20s, early 20s, mid 20s. I've been planning basketball tournaments. I've been planning concerts. I've done a bunch of stuff, especially for youth in the community. And literally did it for no money and for free. Um, <laughs> which is pretty much the same. So um, in the end, I realized that a lot of those things I don't do anymore. And I thought about why I don't do them anymore. And I realized that I got to a point financially where I could not do the things. Couldn't do the free things anymore. I couldn't do it. I couldn't. The time was more expensive mm -hmm. than the money. So I ended up having to do things and put myself into positions where the money would equal the time. So that, not that I would gain money, but I'd make enough money so that I could start doing the stuff that I love, the free stuff that I love. Mm -hmm. And basically, moving forward and moving into... Um, this next year, this 2020 year, when we have so much happening in the media and, uh, you know, our prime minister doing a bunch of stuff and <laughs> Trump doing a bunch of stuff and we're coming up with elections coming up We next totally month. forgot to talk about Trump getting imbe impeached, by the way. But go ahead. That should have been big news. We, we'll talk about that in a minute. We'll go back to it. Next week. You want to go next week? Yeah, it'll still be a process. Yeah. We'll talk about Trump getting <laughs> impeached. At some point. So... Um, yeah, so you look at it, and I realize now that I stopped doing these things. I was like, why did I even stop doing these things? And I realize it's not necessarily me, but I've been put into a position where the sacrifices of today will have the benefits of tomorrow. So if at first you don't succeed, just dust yourself off. Try it again. Because even this podcast took 10 years for me to get into the seat. Even start. To, to get even a start in. Mm -hmm. And when we want to go bigger and better. Yeah, we're still polishing. We're not even close, not even remotely close to where we wanted to be. We just laid a ground foundation. Yeah, and and I went over to other people's podcasts. I, I went and I saw other people's podcasts. And I see where they're at. And I'm like, wow, this is great. We should copy them. <laughs> Immediately, I was like, I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to try and buy everything in this I world. want all of these things. All of these, I need them. Mm -hmm. So, and I thought it was beautiful, and I respect every podcast that I've ever been on and every podcast that I've seen. And uh, shout-outs to all the people who do podcasts, especially Bobby T and the 360. Um, YEG? Yes. I'm making it up. Is it true? No, it's not 360 YEG, but it's, it's, uh, it's a virtual 360, I think it's called. And uh, so Bobby T, otherwise known as Robert, uh, from Jana, he's the PR representative. He has his he has his podcast. It's immaculate. I love it. 
and definitely want to be more involved in his podcast as well as my podcast, as our podcast, and doing more stuff with the community. And so I love the fact that we're here. I love doing this. I love podcasts. And I love talking to the people. I love to see the reviews and watch the comments. So if you do like what you see here, please share it on all the media outlets that we that you can go on. Mm-hmm. And also... Tell your people. Tell your people. And put stuff in the comments. It comes up on all of our stuff. We get it on our phones. We get the comments. We sit yeah. here. We laugh. Sometimes we call each other. Did you see this? You know, we do have um, the Black Multiverse uh, for Everybody page, is it? Yeah. But it's called the Black Multiverse Theory Podcast. So... Go on there, join up to the page, uh, let us know what you feel and how you think. So mm-hmm. the word is, if at first you don't succeed, dust yourself off, try again. Yeah. Uh, congratulations to Giovanni Stoby King, who has Joe now King. been, Gio King, who has now been dedicated to the Lord, and congratulations to his parents. That's awesome. Yeah. So that was great. That's it for us. Well, good night, good night. Cheese and bread. Look who's here. It's Cheryl Leslie is in the house. <laughs> She's saying good night to all y'all. All right. And good night, everybody. Good night, Cheryl, and good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs>